0: Hi, and welcome back to HFC. This week, we're on part nine of the Identity Series. This week's episode is titled, I Am for the Glory of God. Yet another part of our identity, but perhaps one of the most important ones. Some people chase their purpose and their identity for the entirety of their lives. We live basically every moment of our life looking for the one thing that we were made to do. Everybody asks when you're going through elementary, what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you dream to be? What's your aspiration? And everybody talks about having a purpose behind the things that you do, and and knowing who you are. And um, there's a one phrase that if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. It was from this. I don't remember what it was from, to be honest. But so many things talking about needing to know the purpose for which you're on life. And society will have you chasing after every single thing in the world except for the one true thing that is actually your one true purpose, which is to glorify God. Don't believe me? Isaiah 43, verse 7 says, Everyone who is called by by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him, yes, I have made him. Almost explicitly stating that we are made for the glory of God we are made to glorify the God who created us. Yet again, we live in a society, in a world where we're told to find joy and and um, fulfillment in our careers and our hobbies, sports, drugs, or, or fame, or sometimes sex, money, validation, attention, all of these different things. And yet, we wonder why people are kind of going insane, why people are leaning more and more towards drugs or why so many people are getting depressed or ha- being anxious or, or having all these things. And it's because there are so many people that are being told, if you follow your dreams, you'll be happy or anything can happen if you believe it. And, and they they go and these chase these wild dreams, these wild careers, and they make this awesome money and they're not happy. And then you have the people who don't or aren't able to chase after their dreams don't make it happen. Don't get all the money. And they're, they're wondering if maybe if they just made a little bit more money, if they'd be happy. But the truth is, it has nothing to do with how much money you're making, how successful your career is. It has nothing to do with how many kids you have, how big your house is, how nice your car is. It has nothing to do with, you know, how creative or how talented you are. And it has everything to do with whether or not you're fulfilling the purpose that God has put you on this earth for and whether or not you know that purpose. Our purpose on this earth is to churn from ourselves and the self-centered impulses that can rule our thoughts and actions on a constant basis and yield our entire beings to bring glory to God. This is further exemplified in Romans chapter 8 verse 6 where it says, For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. It is through inviting Jesus into our hearts and through glorifying God and by focusing on God and, and lifting our eyes up to Him and focusing on Him and His identity for us and all these things that we've been talking about, that we find fulfillment through that, that we enjoy the fruits of the Spirit, which are joy, peace, and all those other ones. i really bad about my fruits of the Spirit. I know that joy and peace is one of those. I know that giving is one of them. And and it's through just embracing the Spirit, through living in our Word and making sure to live a life that glorifies God, that we find joy and peace, where you find joy and peace no matter how much money you make, whether you're living in a shack or whether you're living in the greatest mansion. It's not about the outside, the flesh that makes it. It's not about the world that makes it. It's about your inner being, your spirit self. And so the important thing to remember is that in all that we do, we should be glorifying God. When we experience loss, we glorify God. When we're confused, we glorify God when we're feeling unsure, glorify God when our hands are lifted high, we're glorifying God with everything that we have and we and when we barely have the strength to even come to church or to to walk to the front for the altar call, we glorify God when it's a struggle to get out of bed in the morning when it's easy to get out of bed and you had the best day ever we glorify God in all things we should glorify God in the good and the bad i I love. And now I'm thinking of wedding vows where you say in sickness and in health, richer or poorer, for seeking all others, for as long as you both shall live. And, and and other than the the you know, the beginning part, do you take this man to be your whatever, whatever. And the ending part, as long as you shall live, because we know that if we live with God, then we don't ever truly die. We're just giving a new body when we go to heaven. It's very similar to how we should be living our life, as if this is a marriage. In fact, there's actually verses that compare our relationship with Jesus to a marriage actually the bible directly kind of references references this when it talks in matthew 25 and it has the parable of the ten virgins it says then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom five of them were foolish and five were wise for when the foolish took their lamps they took no oil with them but the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps as the bridegroom was delayed they all became drowsy and slept but at midnight there was a cry here is the bridegroom come out to meet him and so it references that that we are like virgins awaiting the arrival of our bridegroom, which in this case would be Jesus. So again, it's referencing the relation or the connection between the idea of marriage and this idea of how we should be acting in our relationship with Jesus. That it's not about whether or not we're receiving blessings or whether we have immense favor or little favor or visible favor or non-visible favor. Whether we're, whether we're sick or we're, or we're healthy as a horse, it doesn't matter what what our physical outlook is on. Or what our physical outlook is like. It's all about having the same relationship with God no matter what, glorifying God in every situation no matter what. Point is, we are to glorify God, period. To point others away from ourselves and towards his goodness, not to become prideful and to focus on ourselves, or to become so obsessed with earthly things that we forget that this whole thing, the whole reason that we're on this earth is to glorify God. Again, it literally says in Isaiah 43, 7, very clearly, everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him. Yes, I have made him. He has made us to glorify him. That we are made to share what he has done, made to trust him with our trials, made to walk in obedience with his will, made to abide in our relationship with him in every situation. Matter of fact, there's other verses who say the exact same thing. In Revelation chapter 4.11, we have, and it's not even the only verse, it just happened to be one that I wrote down. Revelation chapter 4.11 says, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. Matter of fact, it's not even, even if this was the only reason, it would still be reason enough to glorify God. But the truth of the matter is, going back to every kind of one of these identities is a responsibility, but also a kind of blessing. There's something good about it as well. It's not just this thing that you have to do. Yes, it's a thing we have to do because we were made to glorify Him, but there is a blessing to it. That when we glorify God constantly and we're giving thankful and we're being thankful for everything that he's done and we're just constantly in remembrance of what he's done, that we're renewing our mind and able to fight off those, those things that would attack us otherwise. That we're able to strengthen ourselves and just find peace and joy in that. Not just glorifying God because that's all we're doing, but in glorifying God, we're also being bringing peace and joy into our lives. It's a double-sided thing, just like every other piece of identity is. Yes, we are glorifying god and that is our responsibility but there's also a blessing that comes to glorifying god anyway this week was kind of just short to be honest there wasn't anything other than the fact that we should be glorifying god matter of fact i just kind of want to share that verse um, from romans 12 verse one that says i appeal to you therefore brothers by the mercies of god to present your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable to god which is your spiritual worship that when we glorify God, basically, essentially saying glorifying God with our bodies by offering them as a living sacrifice for God to do as for God to do with our bodies as He wishes, to listen to His will, to glorify Him in everything that we do, in every action and every thought. Verse 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. But by doing this, giving our bodies, uh, giving our... are are being into a living sacrifice to god to to glorify himself as he may we are renewing our mind and strengthening ourselves against things that would come against us depression anxiety worries and that's the thing it says to it says specifically do not be conformed to this world and yet this is one of the strongest things that the society comes against us for oh you need to find purpose in life you need to be doing this and and they distract us away from oh you should be a a big football player, a big basketball player, a singer, an actress, an actor, a doctor, all these things as if those things would truly fulfill us and distracting us from the true fact of the matter that the only thing that will fulfill us is glorifying God because that is what we were created to be. That when we do not conform to the world, that's when we renew our mind and that's when we find true peace and and joy because we're doing what God has called us to do and in doing so we are being blessed with all the fruits of the Spirit. Anyway, That's kind of it for this week. Like I said, this one's simply said, not so easily done. I really think it's important that this week that we spend time, myself included, praying and asking God, Lord, how can I glorify you? In what ways am I not glorifying you? Are there any things that I'm doing that would bring... Because we do, we are part of the body of Christ. There is a part, I don't remember the verse per se, that says that we need to be careful about what we're doing because we can bring not shame but like we can bring kind of bad, I don't I don't, I don't know the word, don't quote me on it, but like bad publicity kind of, that when God tries to use us that people, all they can see is what we've done bad because when God called us and tried cleansing us, we instead wanted to constantly just do, be in the flesh and do what the flesh called us to do. And in so doing, when it is time for us to do as God has called us to, people don't listen to us because they're like, what do you mean? You never changed. You're still doing the same thing that you used to do. God didn't do anything in your, lo- your life, so how can he do anything in mine? It says, "For our, let our lives be a living testimony. But if we're not doing the right thing and we're not glorifying God in everything that we do, how can our lives be a living testimony to those around us? So just pray and ask God, God, in what ways can I glorify you that I'm not already? Or give me the strength to glorify you because it's, it's not easy to put yourself anywhere but first. Anyway, as always, let's end this with a prayer. Dear God, thank you for giving me the answer to the purpose of my existence. I pray that you help me to see my purpose according to your plan for my life. By your spirit, enable me to turn from myself so I can turn towards you, and in so doing turn others towards you as well. Help me to be a living testimony to those around me on just how amazing you are, to glorify you with with my very being, with my thoughts, my actions, who I am. Let everything that I do glorify you and bring people towards you and just speak to the countless ways that you've been merciful and graceful towards me and loving. Lead me not into temptation, but on the path to glorifying you. Forgive me of my sins and forever putting myself first. Continue to open my eyes on how I can glorify you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of HFC. Uh, Again, I really hope you're enjoying this um, series. Just really focus on praying and asking God and how you can glorify Him. It could be something simple. It could be something life-changing. You never know. Check out the songs in the description if you want music to listen to. Um, And thanks for listening. Bye.